You're listening to Ron Siegel's Home and Finance Radio Show, only on Financial News and Talk. Now live in studio, your host, local and national real estate expert and consumer advocate, Ron Siegel. And hello again. Welcome to Ron Siegel Radio. This is the show with no real boundaries as we discuss current events, financial markets, politics, sports, even poking fun at the rest of the media. This is a show that connects the dots of confusion delivered by conflicting media reports. We connect the dots so you know the actions you can take, how your family or business can benefit from current events. Most of all, thank you for joining me. Within every market, there are solutions as well as tremendous opportunities. You just need some trusted guidance. That is my message, and I will be delivering it every day. The very focused show, we only chat about items that affect the roof over your head, your bank account, and anything I feel would benefit you. But before we get to our intriguing content today, please join me in welcoming our featured guest, Barbara McNamara, is with us. Welcome. Good morning, Ron. Thanks for having me. Glad to have you with us. And let me remind you, if you ever have any more finance-related questions, I am the consumer advocate looking out for you. And you can reach out to me directly, 800-306-1990, 800-306-1990, or com. Just remember, that's the number you call anytime for assistance. When you call that number, it comes directly to me first. There are no operators standing by. I am it. Quiet, numbskulls. I'm broadcasting. While I do have a great team when it comes to developing a financing plan or plan to save you money, I personally work with you. Even if you don't have any needs today, save this number in your phone for future reference, 800-306-1990, 800-306-1990. Well, today is not moving too quickly. There is no pun intended because today is National Odometer Day, not moving too quick. Yeah, our odometers aren't moving hardly at all. I'm getting three gallons to three mo- three weeks to the gallon now, just about. Well, maybe a little less than that because I do like to go and drive along the coast, get some sunshine, get some air. The weekends are great lo- driving along the coast. I'm an early bird. We get up, get ready for the radio broadcast around four every day, so I sleep in on the weekends. That's called five thirty. So if you get out there along the coast and drive, you can go from Huntington to Dana Point. But you do have to watch out because there's a lot of speed traps out there. So just be careful of that one. But having beaten anorexia, as you know, today is also National Nutty Fudge Day. So I'll, I'll stick with the nutty fudge. I'll take any kind of fudge. I am not picky. Let's take a look at what the markets are doing. Dow Jones Industrial Average right now. It is up about 33 points. The S&P 500 down 112. NASDAQ up 25. Oil up again, $1.29 a barrel. We're watching that move a little bit higher. Told you before that when we were looking at oil in the $10 range, yes, I remember it was negative as well. I get it. When oil was in the $10, $11 range, I told you it was going to come back just as a matter of time until we start getting people back working. So that is happening right now. We are seeing oil coming back a little bit. Looking at the U.S. 10-year Treasury, it's about flat this morning. 0.707, that is the range right now for the 10-year Treasury. So we're watching that one for you as well. It's having an effect on the mortgage market rates. I've talked to you about that. We're starting now just a little bit to see some of the guidelines loosening up. A little bit of the uncertainty coming out of the market. I, I was on a call this morning 
one lender coming out with a and more open. I, I shared this. Actually, I had my wife share this. She does some marketing for us with a BNI group, and I was sh sharing with them that you hear this commercial online, and I don't want to talk about the name of the company, but they give you some fascinating options. You keep talking about 2.75 interest rate and 2.5 interest rate. And if you ever stop, if you go to freeze frame on your, on your television and look at the fine print, right? It's a $400,000 loan, 50% equity, 740 FICO score or more. And it's a purchase money loan. I don't know too many people that are buying, especially in Southern California, using a purchase money loan with 50% down on a four on a $800,000 house, right? If you can afford the $800,000 house, you're probably going to know, be smart enough to put less money down, knowing that there are a lot of places that you can get a great return on investment, a lot better than putting money into home equity. Home equity always gives you a zero in the rate of return column. So it's just a mathematical function. You're going to always get a zero in the rate of return column. So I would highly recommend... Look at a decent home loan strategy. And I, I share this all the time, and people don't understand it until we get on the phone and chat. Home loan strategy will beat a home loan rate every single time. Home loan strategy, strategy beats rate every time. Just throw that out there for you. Talking about strategy, this is an interesting one. It's going to be fascinating to watch where this goes. The White House is looking at a $5,000 coronavirus stimulus check, $5,000. Now, you know, whenever the government says we're going to give you money, what is the catch? Well, they're going to, they're going to tie it to Social Security benefits. So the, the discussion is delay the Social Security benefits for some period of time, get that $5,000 stimulus check now. Now, I'm just going to throw this out there. I am not a financial advisor. I don't play one on radio or on TV. I used to have all those licenses. I gave them up because when you have all the different licenses in many instances, you have to follow the guidelines of FINRA and, and all of these different organizations. And you can't necessarily give people the true scoop. right? When I worked at Merrill Lynch 20-some years ago, the motto was, you know, we've got to, we're going to protect people from losing their money. It wasn't a matter of helping people improve their situation. It was they're going to protect you from losing your money. Well, what do you need to pay a financial advisor for for that? Right? Put your money under your pillow. You won't lose any. Well, you might if you get robbed, but that's a different story. Right? But here's the issue is there's many, many ways to make money, make your work, money work for you. I was on the phone with the other day with a financial advisor. He's got a specific product that averages about 7.5% return on investment. 7.5%. Now, think about that. Even if you go to an expensive home loan at 3.5%, 4%, and you can then lend that money out at 7%, you're far better off. Now, we, the government now, we get to talk about this stimulus check, $5,000 stimulus check for Social Security now. We hear every election period that well, Social Security is going away. They're not. They're going to go bankrupt. Hogwash. It'll never go bankrupt because all the politicians care about, and I don't care whether it's a Democrat or a Republican, you know what's the most important thing to every politician? Re-election. 
you don't matter, I don't matter, unless they've got a term limit, re-election is all that matters. So do you think they're going to affect who's going to, that's why the kids all get stiffed, right? When you talk about the student loans, why was it that President Bush didn't have any problem putting to eliminating student loans from bankruptcy? Because the kids don't vote, mm-hmm. right? If kids get out there and vote, they won't have that issue. They'll, they'll start being respected. Although many of them have been talking about Bernie Sanders. Now, I don't know if you listened to Bernie Sanders this morning. I, it was all I could do. I had to go get some Pepto-Bismol. Right? I mean, listen to Bernie Sanders. He's asking the assistant secretary of HHS to guarantee that when a vaccine is available, that every American will get the vaccine and it won't be at any cost. Now, I am not a lawyer, but I do think I remember a little bit from my business law class. I only had one of them in college and they actually did teach a little bit of government back in the days that i went to school so we kind of realized i had that 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 jingle right about where how a bill becomes a law do you remember that i mean i'm old but there was that jingle i don't think the assistant secretary of hhs has control of the purse strings how can he guarantee that then bernie sanders went around to everybody asking the same question can you guarantee dr fauci that everybody's going to get this this vaccine how could he possibly do that, right? Doesn't Bernie Sanders understand? And, and I hope that our young people, maybe that's why they don't vote, is they don't follow this stuff, they don't care about it, they don't understand it. Back to the $5,000, though, I, I would probably say if it was came to me, I don't know that I can live off of Social Security. I look at some of the Social Security checks. My wife's spending habits are a little bit more than $1,200 a month, right? And I like to go out and eat, right? I probably spend way too much going to nice restaurants, so I might take that 5000 now. I bet I can invest that 5000 now and do a whole lot better than what Social Security is going to give me, even though I am relatively close to Social Security age. I shouldn't say that on air, but, you know, they, they look at it. 62 is the magic age for Social Security in some instances, 65 to 67, depending upon what, what your age is is what they call full Social Security, and then you get a bump up at age 72. I like the idea if they decide they're going to delay it because delaying it, Social Security, if you if you go back and do your homework, study, right? don't listen to what the politicians tell you. Don't listen to the, what the media tells you for sure. Right? Go back and study it. At the time that they put Social Security in place, basically you got Social Security at 62, you died at 63, all was good, Right? Now you get Social Security if you want at 62 because you didn't save. You didn't put money in that insurance program that I talk to you about all the time, which is a lot better than the 401k ruse or the IRA ruse, right? So you take care of that personal responsibility, but you, you put your money and you start getting Social Security if you need to at 62, but you're living till you're 85. It wasn't meant to last that long, right? Understand that, look at the history of this. And because politicians don't care about you, they don't care about me, they care about re-election and seniors, vote. They get out there and they do vote. So they're the ones out there telling people that, telling the politicians, hey, you'd mess with my Social Security, I'm not going to vote for you. Guess what? That's why the politicians don't fix the problem. And they'll never fix the problem and it'll never go bankrupt because politicians only know one thing, that very few of them understand anything about business. 
before we went on air, Barbara and I were chatting a little bit about business, right? Just just economics of where people are in this in our society. Well, you listen to the the governor. I saw a report came out yesterday. The Pacific States Governor Coalition said they need just the Pacific States. They need one trillion dollars in relief from the federal government from the from the pandemic. One trillion dollars. Where's that going to come from? Nebraska ain't going to pay for it, right? Where, where are we going to get $1 trillion? Governor Grusom, he came up with some things that were $51 billion behind. Now, I don't know how you jump from Governor Grusom telling, saying that we're $51 trillion in debt to when you add in Washington and Oregon and Nevada, Arizona, now we need a trillion dollars? These characters talk about a trillion dollars like it's nothing. Somebody's going to have to pay for that at some point in time, but they never think about that. I, for one, and I know that this will get me a lot of hate mail, especially in Calizuela. I hope that the, the feds come up with some conditions for any kind of money that they give. Like You can't send $150 billion or million dollars or whatever the number is to illegal aliens. You can't send a billion dollars to China for face masks that I'm out there helping people out with at 89 cents a piece, right? I hope there's conditions. We'll talk more about that, but today we're going to chat a little bit. Can you get divorced during COVID-19? We're going to talk with our in-house expert. Actually, we're in different houses, but we're going to chat about that this morning. We've got a great broadcast lined up for you today. We're going to learn a little bit. The unemployment report, you don't need to be terrified by it and reasons to make at least a minimum payment on your credit cards, all that and more. You can reach me anytime. Our off-air number, 800-306-1990, 800-306-1990, or com. Connect with us, facebook.com forward slash Radio on Twitter at Ron Siegel. And if you miss any part of our broadcast, shame on you, but the replay is available, Ron Siegel 1 on YouTube. Ron Siegel, the numeral one on YouTube. Stay tuned. We'll be back in just a few. a safe, secure 10 plus percent return on your investments? Is your credit score over 800? Are you living in the home of your dreams or simply where you think you can afford? If the answer to any of these questions is no, what are you doing about it? Text ATP to 79564, complete a three-minute complimentary survey, and the area-trusted professionals of Ron Siegel Radio will reach out to you to develop a success strategy for you. Again, all you need to do is text ATP to 79564. Did you know that banks and credit bureaus are rewarded financially if you have bad credit? And the worse your credit score is, the more money they can make off of you. How does that make you feel knowing that banks are getting rich off of your hard-earned money? How does it make you feel knowing that if a bank or a credit bureau makes a mistake on your credit report, they benefit from it and it hurts you? The Fair Credit Report Act of 1971 requires banks and credit bureaus to report only accurate information, and nearly 100% of all credit reports are inaccurate. If you're sick and tired of being broke and tired of being robbed by the banks, you owe it to yourself and to your family to call Rondi. Rondi is a FICO-certified credit professional and has helped thousands of people just like you get out of debt and establish great credit. 
Rondi's number is 855-608-1990. Again, that's 855-608-1990. Or visit creditsanitizer.com. Again, that website is creditsanitizer.com. Are you a veteran, own a home, and need money? The Siegel Lending Team is here to help veterans refinance and get the money they need. The VA 100 lets you borrow up to 100% of your home's value, refinance your mortgages, consolidate credit cards, and lower your payments by an average of $700 a month. And the Siegel Lending Team knows that character means more than a credit score. Call 800-306-1990. That's 800-306-1990. Rate subject exchange without notice. Licensed by the California Department of Corporations. NMLS 21037 and DRE number 01869452. Are you a veteran, police officer, firefighter, doctor, nurse, or teacher? If so, you qualify as one of Ron Siegel's VIP heroes, and we have rewards up to $5,000 or $10,000 when you buy, sell, or refinance a home with one of the Ron Siegel Radio Partners. As one of the heroes, real estate agents will rebate part of their commission. Lending partners will give a credit at closing. The title company has special published rates, and many other service providers have incentives, too. All you need to do is call Ron Siegel Radio at 1-800-306-1990. That's 1-800-306-1990. Or visit VIPHeroProgram.com. Just think about what you will do with all the rebates and incentives from the partners of Ron Siegel Radio. Just call us at 800-306-1990 so we can show you our appreciation for your service. You're listening to Ron Siegel's Home and Finance Show with local and national expert, Ron Siegel. Now, here's Ron. Welcome back to Ron Siegel Radio. Within every market, there are solutions as well as tremendous opportunities. You just need some trusted guidance. That is my message, and I will be delivering it every day on Ron Siegel Radio or anytime at 800-306-1990, the Mortgage Minute today being brought to you by our friends at Gold Star Mortgage. When you're ready for that next mortgage, Gold Star has the programs and the products. You just need to make the call again, 800-306-1990. Dow Jones Industrial Average now up 18 points. NASDAQ up 19.95. S&P 500 down just a little bit, down 1.65. The 10-year Treasury, again, the yield, the, the interest rate down just a slightly, not a whole lot. And the mortgage-backed securities, those are down just a little bit as well. But again, as I share with you each morning, all that information is available on that super-secret website, google.com. Why is this happening? That's why you tune in to Ron Siegel Radio. There's a lot lot of changes going on in the marketplace right now today. At about 1 o'clock Eastern time, we're going to be getting the interest in the 10-year Treasury. That's going to be a big factor in what's going to happen in mortgage rates Does anybody want to buy a 10-year treasury that's yielding 0.7, give or take? NFIB released their small business optimism index for April, dropped from 96.4 to 90.9. Looking deeper into the report, the internals were weak. Does that surprise anybody? Plans to hire fell from 9% in March to 1%. Capital spending fell from 21% to 18%. And both future and current compensation plans were slashed in half. Holy cow. That's not real surprising. Though. Plans to hire. I already told you that part. The bright spot was that those that expect a better economy jumped from 5% to 29%. NFIB said the impact from this pandemic, including government stay-at-home orders and mandated non-essential business closures, 
has had a devastating impact on the small business economy. Surprise, surprise, surprise. Consumer price index, which measures inflation on the consumer level, came in at negative 0.8% in the month of April. That's not a surprise there either. The year-over-year reading decreased from 1.5% to 0.3%. Big part of the decline was due to oil prices, and unfortunately, we don't get to take advantage of all this cheap gas. CoreLogic released their, their loan performance report for the month of February. Again, outdated data, but we want to share it with you so you know where the economy was at the starting point, showing that loans 30 days or more increased from 3.5% to 3.6%. Seriously, delinquent loans, which is 90 days or more, remain stable at 1.2%. Seriously, delinquent homes and foreclosure were also unchanged at 0.4%. Fed started buying corporate bonds today, which is a first. Speaking of their buying, they now plan to buy $4.9 billion of mortgage-backed securities. That's the answer to the question as to what happens if China decides to start selling all their bonds that they have in the U.S., well, the Federal Reserve will go in and print more money, buy them up from China, and we'll be a lot better off, I believe, at that point. But that is the Mortgage Minute brought to you by our friends at Gold Star Mortgage. So this morning we want to chat a little bit. We're going to get some education on divorce during a pandemic. Barbara McNamara is with us. I will share before Barbara gets, before we let Barbara even speak, that we're getting education from Barbara. We are not getting we are not getting legal advice. If you want legal advice, that's when you call Barbara's office. You talk to her about retaining her services and you can get all the legal advice that you can afford that you want. That's the way it works. Here we just try and educate. Good morning, Barbara. Good morning, Ron. Thanks for having me. I'm glad to have you with us. So are the courts even open now? Are they are they are they, are they considered essential? You know, you would think that um, the courts would be considered essential. However, no, our Orange County court essentially shut down. Our first uh, notice of that was on uh, March uh, 17th. They issued an emergency order. Initially, the closure was only supposed to go until March 27th. Then they issued another order on uh, March 24th, and that was updated March 26th. Basically, our Orange County court system is entirely closed except for domestic violence emergencies or an emergency child custody situation where a child's life is in imminent danger. Everybody else is, has to wait. And we don't even have the ability to file documents right now. So as of April 16th, we were told there were 7,650 documents sitting that are e-filed. Mind you, these are e-filed documents sitting at the courthouse waiting to be filed. There were 1,500 judgments, people that have gotten to a judgment for their divorce, waiting for their judgment to be entered by the court system as of April 16th. Now, help me understand this. If they're waiting for a judgment to be entered, doesn't that mean that all of the uh, hearings have been held and it's just waiting for the judge to sign off? Yes, they're simply waiting for the judge to sign off and for them to receive the notice of entry of judgment. So everything they're supposed to do, the people are supposed to be under those orders, even though the judgment hasn't actually been filed yet, but they can't go get remarried. If they had plans to remarry in May, good luck with that. Ain't going to happen. But just, it just fascinates me. And I guess it shouldn't because it is government, you know, that, that something you know, I can understand to a certain degree, some, some things that, you know, maybe a small claims matter or something like that. 
But when we know the stress that people are under in a pandemic, the stress when people lose their job, and they add on top of that the stress of going through divorce, mm. it just baffles me that we aren't making some sort of a consideration for that. Well, exactly. And the problem is we don't have uniformity among the counties. So at any like I have a few cases in Long Beach Superior Court that's considered L.A. County. You can file documents in L.A. County and you'll get it back in the mail in a couple of days. You can fax file it and, or drop it off to the courthouse. Uh, Orange County, we still e-file our documents. So they're being considered submitted, but they're not filed until a clerk looks at it and then stamps it as filed. And out of 117 family law clerks, only 20 are going to the courthouse to, quote, volunteer during this time. So, and yet they're getting paid. <laughs> That's not – and you know something, I, I don't begrudge people getting paid. I, I know everyone needs uh, to have their income. But you would think that, that in this day and age with the technology the way it is, we could figure out how to solve that problem and – and serve the communities. Is there is there some logic that they've shared with you or some thought process, maybe it's not logic, but thought process as to why they're not doing this? Well, initially when myself and a few others spoke up through the Orange County Bar Family Law Listserv, we uh, wrote in emails saying, why can't we do hearings on Zoom? Why can't we do more court call hearings? What we were told is a bunch of reasons why the answer is no. Essentially, not every courtroom is equipped with the computer, uh, the tele teleconferencing program called Court Call. And then we were told that if they had Court Call come out to equip all the other courtrooms, there's 23 family law courtrooms. If they did that, that Court Call was triple, they had increased their prices as to what they would charge the court system for putting the, the Court Call into that department. They said they wouldn't use Zoom because of the class action lawsuits pending. But, you know, there's telehealth, there's WebEx, there's other things that are HIPAA compliant that we could be doing. I mean, think of all the teachers across the United States that never Zoomed in their life until this pandemic. They figured it out. And they're teaching kindergartners through seniors in high school it, and it, college. Yeah, it fascinates me. I've got uh, family members that are teachers and, and um, K through 12 students, actually some college as well. And they can figure it out, yet our court system is, is not able to. It's just, it seems, seems a little odd because people need to, at least some, some semblance of normalcy. And you would think that the, the people look to a judge as being in a court to being a higher authority. Right? And, and it should be. That's the way it should be. Right? And you would think that they would be bringing that to you know, some semblance of normalcy, look, look up to them instead of them being the ones that look like they're fearful and can't do anything that the rest of us are, are all absolutely doing. Right. The, the one thing they did say that uh, they issued another order that said they would accept a stipulation for a private judge, which basically means the parties are paying a retired judge, uh, a retainer to act as a private judge. And they can, so basically if you've got the money, you can have your case heard by a private judge in a conference room. But if you're depending on the public court system, it, it's not open until June 1st. And then all the, there were 10,000 cases continued in our court system from March 17th through June 1st. And everything that's set on calendar in June is primarily for a status conference only. So go back and explain that to me, because I, this is a, a term I'd never heard before, a private judge. So the rich and famous can, can get divorced, 
but the rest of us uh, mere mortals were left out? Well, it's a way of streamlining the, the system. So the average public courthouse in the morning has maybe 30 cases on calendar. And sometimes those take a long time to get through. Domestic violence takes precedence. Child custody takes precedence. Um, and, and there's a chance if you're set for trial in Orange County um, that maybe they get to your case that morning and say, you know what, we don't have time for this today. We're going to have to continue your trial. So sorry. I know you were prepared today, but we're not. So we're going to continue it out. So we started doing what they call private judging. So the judges typically will charge the higher rate of the two attorneys and they'll take another retainer, like a $5,000 retainer or $10,000 retainer. And then you have your case in a conference room with a judge and a court reporter, and it's just your case. And that's actually very effective, but that presumes you have the money to do it. Interesting. Uh, when we come back, I want to chat with you a little bit about some alternatives to the hearings in the courtroom and with the judge. And that may be more a little more economical than this private judge alternative. So we'll chat more with Barbara McNamara, attorney, giving us education, not legal guidance today. So we'll talk more with Barbara when we come back. We're going to also talk about the unemployment report. Don't be terrified by it. I'll tell you why. Reasons to make at least a minimum payment on your credit card, all that and more. You can reach me anytime. Our off-air number, 800-306-1990. 800-306-1990 or ronsegalradio.com. Connect with us, facebook.com forward slash ronsegalradio on Twitter at Ron Siegel. And if you miss any part of our broadcast, Ron Siegel 1 on YouTube, Ron Siegel the numeral 1 on YouTube. Stay tuned. We'll be back in just a few. team offers you buying power. Let's say you can afford a monthly mortgage payment, including principal and interest of around $1,900. With today's rate on a 30-year fixed mortgage of 3.75%, APR 3.85%, that payment could support a $416,000 mortgage. But if you wait and rates tick up to around 6.5%, which is roughly the average home mortgage rate over the past 30 years, that same $1,900 mortgage payment, including principal and interest, may only be able to support a $314,000 mortgage. That's over $100,000 worth of home you're missing out on by waiting. That's buying power. All you need to do to get started is reach out to the Siegel Lending Team at 800-306-1990. That's 800-306-1990. Or visit SiegelLendingTeam.com. That's S-I-E-G-E-L LendingTeam.com. Payment example excludes taxes and insurance. Call us for full details, 800-306-1990. That's 800-306-1990 or SiegelLendingTeam.com. Equal housing lender, licensed under NMLS number 217037. Are you purchasing or own a luxury home? If you're like so many others, your home is your largest asset and the mortgage is your largest debt. The Siegel Lending Team has some amazing financing opportunities right now. Jumbo loans up to $2 million, 30-year rates below 4%, 15-year rates near 35 and if you can believe it, 7-year interest-only hybrids in low threes. The Siegel Lending Team has all the options for your jumbo or second home loan requirements. Take advantage of them while you can. To learn more about all the other financing products available from the Siegel Lending Team, call 1-800-306-1990. That's one 1- 800-306-1990 or visit SiegelLendingTeam.com. That's S-I-E-G-E-L LendingTeam.com. Again, call 1-800-306-1990. Rate subject to change without notice. Licensed by NMLS ID 217037 and 145502. Equal housing lender. 
Homeowners that are 62 and older are about to find out a great way to live a better retirement. It's called a reverse mortgage, and SLT can help you learn more. Call the Siegel Lending Team at 800-306-1990 right now to receive your free booklet with no obligation. It answers questions like how a reverse mortgage works, how much you qualify for, the ways to receive your money, and more. When you call the experts at Siegel Lending Team today, you'll learn the benefits of a government-insured reverse mortgage, how it will eliminate your monthly mortgage payments, and give you tax-free cash from the equity in your home. Here's the best part. You still own your home. Now is the best time to take control of your retirement. Call 800-306-1990. That's 800-306-1990 to get your free brochure. Call today or visit our website at SiegelLendingTeam.com. That's S-I-E-G-E-L LendingTeam.com. Or simply call 800-306-1990. You're listening to Ron Siegel's Home and Finance Show with local and national expert Ron Siegel. Now, here's Ron. Welcome back to Ron Siegel Radio. Within every market, there are solutions as well as tremendous opportunities. You just need some trusted guidance. That is my message, and I will be delivering it every day on Ron Siegel Radio or anytime at 800-306-1990, 800-306-1990. The real-time real estate segment today being brought to you by the area trusted real estate professionals of Ron Siegel Radio. Text SLT Home Digest, SLT Home Digest, to 79564. Get all the information the county recorder knows about your property. Get all of the data the market believes about your property, and it's all free coming to you on a monthly basis. The unemployment report, no need to be terrified. Last Friday, the Bureau of Labor Statistics released its latest jobs report. It revealed that the economic shutdown made necessary by COVID-19 caused the unemployment rate to jump to 14.7%. Wow. Many anticipate the next month the percentage could be even higher. These numbers represent the extreme hardship so many families are experiencing right now. That pain should not be understated. However, the long-term toll the pandemic will cause should not be overstated either. There have been numerous headlines claiming the current disruption in the economy is akin to the Great Depression, and many of those articles are calling for total Armageddon. Yeah, you know better than that. You know better than that. Unbelievable. Some experts are stepping up to refute those claims. In the Wall Street Journal article this past weekend, Josh Zumbrun, a national economics correspondent for the journal, explained, quote, News stories often describe the coronavirus-induced global economic downturn as the worst since the Great Depression. The comparison does more to terrify than to clarify. Summer goes on to explain, further quoting from 1929 to 1933, the economy shrank for 43 consecutive months, according to contemporaneous estimates. Unemployment climbed to nearly 25%. And I'm going to try and get a chart up here to see if we can show you some information on this. I try to get these charts. Sometimes they work, sometimes they don't. But unemployment climbed to nearly 25% before slowly beginning its descent, but it remained above 10% for an entire decade. This time, many economists believe a rebound could begin this year or early at next year, unquote. So if you're watching us on ronsegalradio.tv or any of our social channels, I'm showing a graph right now comparing current economic unemployment numbers, actual and projected, 
to those during the Great Depression. Unemployment numbers are 1932 versus current, 23.6 versus 14.7. 1933 versus a estimate for 2021, 24.9 versus 8. 21.7 versus 5 for 34 to 22. And these are numbers coming from the esteemed Goldman Sachs. So it's a, a big source right there. Clearly, the two unemployment situations do not compare. What makes this time so different? Well, this was not a structural collapse of the economy, but instead a planned shutdown to help mitigate the virus. Once the virus is contained, the economy will immediately begin to recover. This is nothing like what happened in the 30s. And the same Wall Street Journal article mentioned earlier, former Federal Reserve Chairman Ben Bernanke, who has done extensive research on the Depression in the 30s, explained, quote, the breakdown of the financial system was a major reason for both the Great Depression and the 2007 to 2009 recession. He went on to say that today the banks are stronger and much better capitalized, unquote. What about the families and small businesses that are suffering now? The nation's collective heart goes out to all. The BLS report, however, showed that 90% of the job losses are temporary. In addition, many are getting help surviving this pause in their employment status. During the Great Depression, there were no government-sponsored unemployment insurance or large government subsidies as there are this time. Today, many families are receiving unemployment benefits and an additional $600 a week. This stimulus package is helping many companies weather the storm. Is there still pain? Of course. The assistance, however, is providing much relief until most can go back to work. The bottom line, we should look at the current situation for what it is, a predetermined pause placed on the economy. The, economy, the country will recover once the pandemic ends. And as we shared yesterday, and I'm a big, big believer of this, the information we gave you yesterday, I, I believe it wholeheartedly, we've been pulling back the rubber band. Every day that we are secluded, we continue to pull back that rubber band. And when we finally get to releasing the rubber band, I think our economy is going to take off. Yes, there will be some pain. There will be some people that are going to lose their companies and whatnot. We feel for every one of them. But I think that we've got a lot of people that want to get back out to a restaurant, get out to a bar, go to a movie, go to a ball game, go shopping, go to a church, go to wherever you like to go to. Heck, maybe even want to go to the beach. You know, I, I know that that's a horrible place to go, but that's the way it is right now. That is our real-time real estate segment. Let's get back to our conversation. We're chatting with attorney Barbara McNamara. And Maya, thank you. Glad that you enjoy what we are chatting about. Hmm. Well, Barbara, I wanted to get into a couple of thoughts with you. And again, we're not giving any kind of legal advice. We're just having a chat. Hopefully we can educate a few people here. But... Over the years, and I only know about divorce from, from remote, right? I talk to family lawyers, and, and obviously, if you live in California, you know somebody or many somebodies who have gone through divorce. But in all my conversations and my education, it seems to me that you're going to be much, much better off if you can figure a way to get to mediation and not litigation. Can you talk about that a little bit? Absolutely, Ron. Uh, mediation is where the parties hire, you know, me, for instance, I'm a mediator as well. Um, and I basically act as the co-pilot and I put the parties in the pilot seat together. They tell me their facts. I tell them the law and then I help them structure an agreement where they can come to a mutual agreement without having to step foot in court. 
which is really, really helpful. It saves you money, it saves you time, it saves frustration, and it keeps the family intact so that when they part company, they don't hate each other. They might not wanna be in the same roof and under the same roof anymore in the same family unit, but they can still raise their kids together and have respect for each other. And that's so much better than what happens at the end of some of these litigated cases. It fascinates me how for some reason or another, two people decided to get married and you know they, they gross apart, which we can understand happens, but they can't figure out how to be civil enough to, to dissolve either through mediation or arbitration or something along those lines. Right. And I've been doing this for over 23 years now, and I have seen a lot of all, all sorts of cases. Um, the ugly ones, it's, it breaks my heart because if the mom and dad are feuding with each other so horribly that they're spending hundreds of thousands of dollars, uh, the kids, they, they feel it and, it and it messes up the kids. So the beauty of mediation is that, you know, you can work out a parenting plan. The ultimate, the $64,000 question is how much money do you want to spend arguing over Monday through Thursday? Because seriously, you're going to end up alternating weekends. Most people end up alternating weekends with the custody schedule. So the real question boils down to what are you going to do with Monday through Thursday? Where are the kids going to be? Are you going to split up Monday through Thursday or have them stay at one parent's house during that time? That just fascinates me. So give me an idea just as a, a ballpark or maybe a statewide average, if you know that, the cost of a litigated divorce versus a mediated divorce. Is, is there any such thing as a range for the two? I've seen most mediations that like, for instance, most mediations I do are $5,000 and that includes the court filing fee. Um, I've seen mediations go up to $10,000 if they have a lot of work to do in terms of maybe they have to work out a buyout on a business or how they're going to split the house and it's complicated or trying to split pension plans or something that, that they want to argue over a little bit more. Um, but with respect to the, the litigation, I mean, I had a case once where he spent $70,000 and the child was in pre-kindergarten and they were arguing over, you know, who was going to have custody and who was going to have um, the child, where was the child going to go to school? And that was pre-kindergarten. So it was, it, and it was driven. I mean, the opposing counsel in that case was a huge firm. And um, I've had my cases where I'm the David and Goliath and I, and I've actually beat them and that's kind of fun, but I just feel badly for the clients having to spend that much money. You think that, even if they can't get along with one another, they could at least get along with Benjamin Franklin and realize that, you know, just by putting their putting their animosity aside, keeping that money for themselves instead of having to spend it would be better for each party. And and to me, I've always been one that says, you know, the parties, so be it. They they got into it. They can figure out a way to get out of it. The kids are to me, I think, are the uh, the real victims in the whole thing. Yeah, they're the collateral damage. Um, you know what? But I have seen other good divorces happen as well. And if the parents can learn to get along with each other, then the kids are resilient. They they bounce back and they kind of adjust and they deal with it. But it's when the parents are fighting that that the kids end up in all sorts of psychological issues from cutting to drug abuse to you know promiscuity. It it just depends on the age of the child, but it can mess them up. And that's the part that that makes me really sad. So I'm trying to turn my practice more towards mediation. Um, I think I can help more people, especially during COVID when so many people are unemployed, to um, just stay out of the court system altogether. 
it's it's better for the parties. Well, and explain to us a little bit because I've I've been led to believe that the courts are basically going to bring everything down to the lowest common legal attributes. Whereas in mediation, you can actually do a lot more. The parties have a lot more control over things. Is that right? Yes. I mean, the, the law is the law. When you apply the facts to the law, you, you sometimes you have options, you know, in terms of um, the biggest thing people argue over, let's say, in child support situations would be the determination of income. Um, you know, it's interesting when when the Department of Child Support Services gets involved, they will not enforce a what they call a smith osler order so if somebody is let's say someone's a truck driver and has overtime um they'll they'll end up capping it at some point they're supposed to do a percentage they're not supposed to make someone work more than 40 hours a week and if someone has to work 50 hours a week that would be um, considered overtime or you know bonus time that needs to be a percentage and according to the the way the the computer guideline works out the child support calculations so um, it just depends, you know, that that's one of the things people argue about most is the money. It always comes down to the dollars. It's amazing how that is. It, you know, it's, it's fascinates me, you know, that you can have kids and everyone says, well, my health is first or my kids are first. And when it comes to something like this, I've heard this so many times, what you just shared is that it comes down to the money as being the biggest fight. Fascinating. We're going to talk more with Barbara McNamara when we come back. You're listening to Ron Siegel Radio discussing your real estate current events and the financial markets. Reasons, and I don't even know if we're going to get into the reasons to make at least a minimum payment. We might do that tomorrow so we can talk to Barbara more. You can reach me anytime. Our offer number 800-306-1990, 800-306-1990, or com. Connect with us, facebook.com forward slash Ron Siegel Radio on Twitter at Ron Siegel. And if you miss any part of our broadcast, Ron Siegel 1 on YouTube. Ron Siegel, the number one on YouTube. Stay tuned. We'll be back in just a few. Are you living in the home of your dreams or simply where you think you can afford? Are you earning a safe, secure 10 plus percent return on your investments? Is your credit score over 800? If the answer to any of these questions is no, what are you doing about it? Text ATP to 79564. Complete a three-minute complimentary survey, and the area-trusted professionals of Ron Siegel Radio will reach out to you to develop a success strategy for you. Again, all you need to do is text ATP to 79564. Most businesses struggle to get the online reviews they need to get a competitive edge over their competition. Rex is a brand new technology that uses text messages to direct happy clients to your online review sites, Zillow, Google, Facebook, and Yelp and unhappy clients to a private survey so businesses can win more customers. Try Rex today by going to www.meetrex.com. Are you currently renting a home? Do you like paying someone else's mortgage payment? Why not explore the options to purchase your own home? Can you imagine a 30-year fixed rate loan below 4.25% APR? This means with $10,500, you can purchase a $295,000 home and have a principal and interest payment of about $1,400 per month. What are you paying in rent? Does your family deserve the opportunity to take advantage of the current market? To learn more about these exciting opportunities, the Siegel Lender 
lending team is standing by to speak with you. Call now, 1-800-306-1990. That's 1-800-306-1990. Or visit SiegelLendingTeam.com. That's S-I-E-G-E-L LendingTeam.com. Or 1-800-306-1990. Rate subject to change without notice. Licensed by NMLS ID 217037 and 145502. Equal housing lender. Not endorsed or sponsored by any government agency. Do you have a goal of mortgage-free home ownership? What if your home was valued at $500,000? Are you aware that a free and clear home could be costing you $2,500 every month, $30,000 per year? The mortgage planners at the Siegel Lending Team would like to show you how you can own your home, generate tax-free income, and accumulate family wealth. You simply need to call the Ron Siegel Team at 1-800-306-1990. That is 1-800-306-1990. By sending the team a copy of your most recent mortgage statement, the team will send you a no-obligation real estate plan. You be the judge if this is right for your family. Again, all you have to do is send the team a copy of your mortgage statement by email to reap at ronsiegelradio.com or call today. Ron Siegel, 1-800-306-1990. That is 1-800-306-1990. Great subject change and without notice. Licensed by the California DOC and BRENMLS 217037 and 145502 and Cal BRE 01869452 and 1866775. You're listening to Ron Siegel home and finance show with local and national expert ron siegel now here's ron welcome back to ron siegel radio within every market there are solutions as well as tremendous opportunities you just need some trusted guidance that is my message and i will be delivering it every day on ron siegel radio or anytime at 800-306-1990 the Your Credit Matters segment today is going to be delayed, Steve. We're going to do that tomorrow, but I will say if anybody needs some help with their credit reports, creditsanitizer.com, they've got the solutions. You just need to go over there, check them out. They will be more than willing to help you. They've got the answers. I've never seen a accurate, completely accurate credit report. So Credit Sanitizer, they are the ones. So we're chatting this morning. Barbara McNamara is a family lawyer here in Southern California. We are chatting about divorce. We're chatting about the family law system. We are not giving any legal advice. Actually, she's not. I can't. But uh, we're not giving. It's all about education today, maybe learning a little bit today. That is our topic. So, but the, you know, co-parenting, how does this co-parenting work during this pandemic, Barbara? Is there, do they make different... Um, uh, options for it? I mean, how, how do you protect the kids? If Say mom is, is a nurse and working and dad is sitting at home. Is there is there some plan for that? Well, I'm glad you brought that up. Um, actually, uh, Judge Hurwitz did issue another administrative order on that topic because they were, I guess, being inundated with emergency requests to change custodial plans. And the bottom line is uh, COVID-19 does not change your custody plan you're expected to continue sharing the children according to your current court order. And the parents are expected to communicate with each other regarding what they're doing under the protocols to keep their home safe and to wash hands and stay out of um, places they're not supposed to go in terms of the lockdown and all that. Um, One thing that order didn't touch on is what happens when families live with their parents. What if they have elderly parents that they're living with and they've got comorbidities and they're concerned and they're scared. Um, And the answer is you're supposed to continue sharing the kids. So, um, you know, it it is a problem. It's, it's a conundrum because some people 
we're especially in the beginning of this crisis, we're so afraid um, in terms of contamination and bringing the children back and forth. But the court made the order, the show must go on, the order goes on, and this is not considered summer, even though a lot of the kids are Zooming in their classrooms right now, it's not considered officially summer until summer is here because some parents were saying, oh, well, it's vacation time and I'm gonna keep the kids for two weeks and you're not gonna see them. And that wasn't cool. So um, the orders are what they are until someone changes them and good luck getting it changed during this pandemic lockdown. And you can certainly understand all the different aspects of it, right? I mean, if you've got a, if you're living with a parent that is part of the vulnerable class, you wanna try and protect them, then you have the kids going back and forth which could be bringing something that, that you're trying to protect a parent from. You understand that part. You understand, you know, maybe one parent has more, is more technologically savvy than, than another parent to do the, the Zooming and the, and the classrooms and whatnot. So you can, there, there's so many sides to that to make a blanket statement. It just, it's, but, you, but how could the court do anything different than a blanket statement? That's all they could do. And then if someone doesn't like it, they could try doing an emergency um, child custody RFO, a request for order to modify the current orders. And I think people have been doing that, but I don't know if they've been accepted or denied. I, I had a few cases where the moms were on um, what they call monitored visitation. And so that was part of that same administrative order, which was it took away monitored visitation where the people have to pay to have a professional monitor to monitor their visit time. Now those visits are all on either FaceTime or Skype or Zoom uh, electronic. So some of these people have not been able to see their children during this whole lockdown because of that order. Like maybe they had a hearing date that was scheduled, let's say in May. Well, that got continued to June for a status conference. So you're not seeing your kids. And I think those are the, the people that are affected the most by these kind of orders. And you throw that on top of all the just inherent stress of this shutdown and, and so many people losing either all or part of their income and, you know, and not having any kind of a semblance of, of what we, what we define as real life. Exactly. Throw a lot, throw a lot more stress in there. So I, I always uh, find it fascinating and we find it, I don't know, maybe in our world as the non-professionals entertaining to hear some of the, some of the, the things that you're, you're planning for your book. Yeah, so, <laughs> I'm working on that now with my downtime. <laughs> I've been writing. <laughs> Good. Give it. Give it. Well, what's it, what's it, give us a couple chapters. What are some of the things that we find uh, fascinating on on different topics that you or, or cases that you've come across that that, you, that you're allowed to share? Well, it's just the stuff people fight about. Um, I think one of the the heart wrenching cases I had was oh, well, it's, I've been practicing twenty year, twenty three years, so this is. 20, 20 years ago, 21, 22 years ago, where a mom took the kids to uh, Mexico and she hid them for, I don't know, four years, five years. And so the children were being raised by the mom in the slums of Tijuana. Um, that mom was on drugs and, and was also um, drinking. And it was, it was heartbreaking. So when I got the case, the mom had um, run out of money. The little boy was the only white kid in his class and he was picked on all the time. Well, one day he fought back and so he, um, he escaped and he, he basically ran to the border and had his stepsister pick him up. And then the mom brought the little um, two-year-old with her and she called the husband and said, hey, I'm back in the States. And he was like, really, where are you? And they went and picked up the kids with the police and then I got involved and 
in that time, we didn't have this technology that we have now. So what I ended up doing in that case is when the kids went to see mom, we put ankle bracelets on the children so that they would, uh, so the dad would know where the kids were at all times because we were afraid mom was going to take off again. It's probably the worst in terms of a, a child stealing story I have to share. Wow. Um, that was tough. Yeah. You know, you, you listen to some of the stories that, or the, I shouldn't say stories, experiences that some of the family lawyers have. And, and you just say, holy cow, you, you, thank, you, you really thank God for what you have. I mean, we all look and we all say that things could be better, they could be worse. But thank goodness for what we have. That, that, that's a tough one, right? I mean, right. tell us a little bit about the business side of, of your practice. What is it that if somebody were contemplating divorce, what do they need to do? What are the costs? What are the what is the process? Um, well, you, you know, they could actually file for divorce now if they wanted to. They could submit their paperwork. Um, it's not going to be officially filed until the court files it. But the court charges a four hundred and thirty five dollar filing fee. Um, I'm making some changes in in the looking ahead because so many people are going to be unemployed. I'm actually going to put together a a plan where people can do like a pay-as-you-go sort of self-represented, self-automated divorce package where they can pay for chapters of their divorce and as they're ready to do it, they can go forward and, and pay-as-you-go, like a pay-as-you-play plan. Um, that's something that I've heard that's a little different with, with uh, family law than many others is if I wanted to even not have an attorney represent me, I can still hire an attorney to do all my paperwork, but they're not really a representative, right? Correct. Correct. They can do that. And the, the party is considered self-represented, but they're getting help doing their uh, legal paperwork. And it's better to have an attorney do that than a paralegal because there's no, um, if the paralegal messes it up, they don't have any advisory board that they get in trouble with. Whereas the state bar will um, come down on the attorney that messes something up for malpractice. I'm always a big proponent uh, in, in everything and watching that with what we're doing is that you've got to have professional guidance professional guidance is 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 key it does in my opinion is professional guidance really does not cost you anything in the long run you're going to save money by having that professional guidance so again that's just my personal opinion i'm being i'm the one that talks most of the time on the radio show i share it all the time but thank you very much for coming on i appreciate it uh, if you want to reach barbara mcnamara if you need some help with family law of any sort give me a call at 800-306-1990 i'd be happy to put you in touch with Barbara. What's your website, Barbara? Uh, it's Legally Barb. It's www.legallybarb.com. It's like I'm legally blonde, but I'm legally Barb. It fits. Legally Barb, pretty, pretty simple. Well, I heard that 88% of the blondes in the country are gone right now, so that's, <laughs> but that's a different story. Exactly. As always, though, we do ask you to set that first radio preset button to come back here and join Ron Siegel Radio, where we only speak about items affecting your house and your bank account. Thanks to all of our sponsors. A big thanks to John who's engineering us today. Steve's helping him out as well. Reach me anytime again, 800-306-1990. If you'll be able to meet any of our guests, again, call me at 800-306-1990. I'd be happy to put you in touch with any of our guests. We always like to share that information. Again, 800-306-1990, 800-306-1990. And again, Ron or RonSiegelRadio.com. Make a lot of money, help a lot of people, have a lot of fun, have a great day. Thanks, we'll Ron. Talk to you next time on Ron Siegel Radio. Thanks so much.
With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.